Hello once again, everybody. I am the Common Sense American, and I like to try to bring you a little bit of common sense every day, though I don't say anything that most of you aren't already thinking or haven't already said. In fact, most of the things that I think and say, I'm just repeating things that I've heard from other people, building on them, and I understand that there's a lot of people who think as I do, despite what certain people in Washington might want you to think. Last week, we spoke a bit about the uh, the issue of, of speech and freedom of speech. And I want to build on that this week because there was a bill introduced uh, this week by uh, a top Democrat, I believe her, uh, it was Sheila Jackson Lee, uh, obviously a, a, a black woman, because of course it's obvious, look at the, the phrasing of the bill, it's the Leading Against White Supremacy Act, 2023. Um, before I get into this, I want to make it plain that many people on the right, many people who have been concerned about um, the state of affairs in regards to our individual rights, uh, should really pay attention to this. Because this has been a downward spiral, a leading to the trampling of our rights and possibly the complete removal of the, the Constitution of the United States, or at least a significant amendment to, to many of the principles in that document. The freedom of speech is the first amendment, and it is probably the most important. I, I, would, I would say that it is the most important. And that our ancestors put that in place for a very good reason. Because in that span of time, throughout many parts of the world, speech was not free. There were still many uh, tyrannical type governments out there, monarchies, authoritarian regimes, that it was, you had to be quiet if you were going to say certain things, especially against the regime. Um, they would outlaw certain words and phrases and saying bad things specifically about the government, people in the government. And we wanted to get away from that. We wanted actual freedom. That's why it's the First Amendment. Now, I want to add something, and this uh, I'm trying to be pragmatic about this. Uh, when I call myself the common sense American, I really think we need to apply some common sense to everything, including patriotism. Now, if you look at the Constitution, uh, many people say, of course, that it's supposed to be inalienable and that it should be rock solid and that it should never be infringed upon and that it should never be altered. I'm not necessarily 100% for that. I understand it, I get it, and I support it. However, it is based on man-made principles of what society is, and society changes dramatically over the span of time. If you look at the Bible, the Ten Commandments, I think that is probably more inalienable. I think it's very little that no matter what humanity encounters, no matter what stages society passes through, that each of those ten just sort of makes sense. I mean, they're decent rules to follow for living on this planet. Um, there's not much in the way of criticism that we can say about that. Um, the Constitution is similar. There isn't, there's very little in the way of criticism I have against it. However, adaptations may be necessary because, again, it is based on human civilization, not necessarily human morals and just basic living. So it's a more specific document. And if you say you look at the Second Amendment, for example, 
Now I know everyone is all you know obviously support it, and I, and I do as well. Um, and that it should never be changed, and all of that, and that it everything you know whatever the the weapon is, it it needs to fall under that category. Um, if you can if you can own it. Um, but let me just give you a, you know, obviously we're talking about things like automatic weapons. They, people freak out about that. And uh, de Democrats don't like the idea that people can own extraordinarily devastating weapons. And I, I guess there's a point to that, although I don't see how that increases uh, crime. Gun violence doesn't go down in areas where there's the strictest um, uh, gun rules. And that's, well, gee, it's because criminals really don't care about gun rules and laws, and they never will. So that's not doing anything and never will. Um, but let me just give you a for example. And this definitely factors in to our discussion about freedom of speech. Look at the Second amend Amendment and, and what it says, the right to bear arms. What if one day there is a weapon? And again, technology advances at incredible rates. We've seen this, and this is not this is hardly out of their own possibility. What if one day at some point they invent something that you could hold in your hand and point at a hundred people and vaporize them in an instant with the press of a button? And it's something that anybody can do and anybody can hold, and you could sell it, and it's technically a weapon. Um, I don't know, it's maybe not a firearm. Because it doesn't use, say, it doesn't use bullets, it doesn't use uh, gunpowder, it, it wouldn't fall. But I guarantee that most people who support the Constitution and our right-wing individuals would say that that falls under the Second Amendment, doesn't it? Well, I'm not entirely sure that's something people should have. Um, once we reach a certain point, there's a certain amount of destruction that you could cause if, it's, if something like that is easily accessible and any individual can walk around with it and press a button... It's almost to the point of giving somebody something nuclear and saying every individual can have this. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that it's a gun, and I'm not saying we should get rid of all the guns and all that stuff. What I'm saying is if you, you have to understand how things shift and change in, in society, and if you look at the technological advancements of the past 50 or 100 years, it's just incredible, and it really not something our founders could have ever foreseen. Um, I'm not saying we need to ban certain... Uh, rifles and you're not supposed to own them or something um, I don't think that's going to do any any good I don't think that I don't think that's going to change anything if somebody wanted to get their hands on something like that and wanted to do bad things with it well, they're going to they're circumvent the law anyway it doesn't really make any difference as far as I'm concerned but when you're talking about next level stuff then you start to look at these rules and go well maybe that Amendment doesn't include futuristic destructive devices that human beings, one individual, could have, right? You know, just something to think of. Think outside the box a little bit. Now, when I look at the First Amendment, however, and freedom of speech, I don't see any such ambiguity in past, present, or future. This bill, this act that Repley wanted or put forth, it would make it a federal crime not just to commit any crime inspired by so-called white supremacy, but to post something, like on social media, that promotes white supremacist views if someone else sees it and then commits a crime. Well, look, this is the most dangerous phrasing that I have ever seen in any proposed bill anywhere. Not only is it completely against the First Amendment, but the racism on display is painfully obvious 
and hugely dangerous. George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley, in response to this, said that it would violate core principles of the First Amendment and specifically points out that it, it makes clear that the accused doesn't actually have to support or conspire in any crime. That person can be guilty simply by posting something, words, on a website, and that's it. Now, I can pretty much guarantee you that they have no defense here. How, my question is, how on earth would you ever prove that somebody went out and committed a crime because he saw a post by somebody else talking about white supremacy? How, how would you ever prove that? They know they would never prove that. What they're doing is clamping down and saying, you can't say these things ever. That's really what they're saying. Now, the if this was a bill that said any and all racist views of any minority or any, any race that is against any other race, um, we're, we're not going to allow that. And we're going to say that that's, that's going to be a crime. Okay, well, it's still going against the First Amendment. But at least it's not hugely racist. At least it, it's it's equal. It's saying that if a black person or says uh, I, I hate all Puerto Ricans and they're all inferior species, or if uh, a Japanese individual says uh, you know all Chinese are just dirty, flat-faced people. And by the way, Koreans and Japanese don't like the Chinese, and kind of vice versa. I don't know if anybody's noticed this, but they're, though, many of those people will admit to being flat-out racist, and they don't even care. They're actually proud of it. If you look at the actual statistics and um, how, how people react and how people treat other people, the most racist human beings on the planet are not white. They're all minority. If you look at the structuring of jails, for example, or, or and gangs out on the streets, they're, they're separated almost entirely by race. Race is really much all they see is stupid people do things based on race. This is what they do. They, they become tribal. And that is something we're supposed to be trying to avoid. They, and, and yet, we're supposed to ignore the fact and pretend that there isn't anybody on the planet that can be racist but white people. This is a complete, unbridled attack on one race, that act. And it spreads more of the toxic lie that only white people can be racist, only white people can commit uh, hate crimes and, and commit hate speech. At no point do you ever hear anybody on the left talking about hate speech coming from anyone who isn't white, as if it's not possible, as if it never happens. As if a hate crime between races that don't involve white people never exist. Now, this is all a complete lie and a dangerous one. So it not only goes against the First Amendment, it's completely and entirely racist and hugely insulting and disgusting. And other people have made the point that if anybody ever in the past, prior to now, at any point in, any, in this country's history, came up here and stood up there and put, tried to put that act forward, they would have been fired immediately. Their career would be over. That would be it. The mere fact that anyone would suggest it would have been roundly dismissed and condemned as being racist, divisive, and hateful, because that's what it is. But more than that, 
even above and beyond that, they are now looking to take the next step. They are going to criminalize speech that they don't like. Not all speech that falls under any certain umbrella, but any speech that they don't like. It's authoritarian and tyrannical at its core. Before, now we, we're already, in, in many ways, we're already feeling the, uh, the, the strain of this. Um, we already know that your life can be completely ruined if you say the wrong thing in the wrong venue. If you're a business owner and you, you know, say the wrong thing or what they perceive to be the wrong thing, that you're done. They'll shut you right down. They'll have the media completely supporting the, the size, supporting your shutdown. They will have government people up your butt. They, you, you're likely to be fired if you're, if, if you're uh, an employee. And if you own the business, they'll just, they will. They'll try to shut you down. You'll get bricks through your window. Now, every employer knows this. Every employer with a salt who understands what's going on in the world knows this. It's why they stay very quiet over things like, oh, by the way, we're told that we really can't be hiring white people right now. HR departments have come out and said that and whispered this. They won't tell you where they're from. They won't tell you what company they're part of because that's it. They're done if they reveal that. But we all know this to be fact. We all know that colleges have been accepting people based on race for years. We all know that that is part of what they look at. And every single time, if it comes down to you know similar applicants, the white person will be left out. That is the case in the job market. That is the case in education. That is the case in every single facet of society and when you're growing up. We all know this now. We have proof of this now. We know what's happening. And if even if you're established, even if you've managed to make a life for yourself, saying the wrong thing can have dramatic repercussions because of the powers that be, because of the amount of power and influence that these people have. They can wreck your life. The next step beyond this, which they don't have yet, is to simply criminalize it and throw you in jail for saying the wrong thing. Now, we have heard reports uh, from Canada, England, uh, people being uh, fined and even thrown in jail temp uh, for a while for uh, so-called hate speech, for saying something that other people deemed as hateful or offensive or whatever, potentially dangerous, whether they said it in public, whether they said it online. We have heard of these reports. These are real. These have happened. And the only reason they haven't happened here is because we have a constitution and the First Amendment, and those countries really don't. It's the only thing that's protecting us. Now, for the time being, it's still protecting us. But they are making every possible stride to gimp that amendment or basically change it to the point where it has no real bearing. The Supreme Court still acts on the constitution. So they're going to bow to the First Amendment, and rightfully so. But if that is ever altered in any, any particular way, then that means that we have crossed over the line into pure tyranny. And that the only people who have any say in anything are the people who are telling you that you're racist, you're bad, these are the critical race theory people, these are, the, these are um, those who basically say you have to be guilty for being born because of the color of your skin. These are the people who say you are guilty for past transgressions of your race and you need to pay for it. These are the people who are saying that if you say the wrong thing and I don't like it, I get to put you away. And of course, like I said, that bill doesn't go both ways. It goes one way. It's all white supremacy. It's all one race. 
that makes no mention whatsoever about other races saying awful, hateful things about other races. That apparently is still allowed. They, so this has nothing to do with clamping down on hate and divisiveness between people of different uh, creeds and ethnicities and races. This has nothing to do with that. If that was the case, then the bill would have reflected that language and said, yeah, we're going to be clamping down on the First Amendment. We don't like it anymore, um, but at least we're going to be equal across the board with it. And nobody's going to really be able to say anything about another race that's derogatory. At least that would have been equal. It's still anti-constitutional, but at least it's equal. As usual, we find once again that these people have no interest in equality, none whatsoever. And the only thing they have interest in is divisiveness, racism, and hate, because that is exactly what that kind of bill says. Reverse it. When you ever, whenever you want to test this and test just how racist these people are, switch it around. Imagine if a white person stood up there and said, I want to make it so that anytime a black person puts up something about I hate white people, that we can condemn that person just for saying it. If someone else, another black person comes out and, and attacks a white person, we don't even have to prove that it's attached to that post, that it's attached to that saying. What we really have to do is say that this person posted this, something bad happened, that's it, that person's going down. Can you imagine what that would result in? I mean... That person, whoever put that up there, if, if, if any representative did it, then you are looking at somebody who would immediately be fired and probably brought up on charges, although I have no idea how, considering that, again, we're talking about First Amendment, but they'd find a way to completely ruin that person. They'd have to get out of the country. I mean, they, they get death threats the next day. Um, and they'd just be, you know, freak out central on CNN for the next month, six months. And a black, but if a black woman stands up there and says, we're going to restrict anything white people say because we don't like it, well, well that's, that's perfectly understandable. That, that makes sense. We'll support that. Because after all, only white people can be racist. Only white people can commit hate crimes. Only white people can, would be able to be convicted for this kind of thing. That's all this bill says. That's all this act is. It has nothing to do with anything else. And by the way, I, I, maybe I'm missing it. But where are all these crimes being committed by white supremacists? Where the hell are they? Wouldn't they if they were, if this was a serious problem, like the border crisis, right? Wouldn't they be just splashed all over every single mainstream media source every single day? Trust me, if they could find them, they'd be everywhere. You'd, you'd never get away from it. Every single headline you ever see pop up on your phone would be white person, you know, lynches, black man, whatever. It'd be everywhere. Where are all these crimes committed by white supremacists? Where? When, where? Show me. I don't even see where this is happening. See, here's the thing. It's not. And if it is, it's a very, very tiny percentage, again, of people who, yes, are very misguided and misled and are racist themselves. And I know they're out there somewhere. But a huge, very, very, very tiny minority that is having virtually no impact on this country at all. What the hell is the membership of the KKK right now? Twelve? It's certainly not going up. It's only been going down. I think as of, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, it was at its lowest point ever. I, it, it's non-existent. The group is non-existent. This is not 1922 or 3, I think, when, when they had a, a, the record number of KKK members. I think it was 2 million. Yeah, these things are just a tad different now. Just a tad different in a world where every single uh, law, guideline, rule, is all set up 
for, to, for preferential treatment, special treatment of minorities, people who aren't white. Every single one. Every single thing from school to work to government to entertainment. It's everywhere. It's a mandate. We see it everywhere we go. Do you, have you ever seen a commercial that doesn't have a black person in it? Because I haven't. Not in the past year. It's extremely rare. It's about 95%. In a country where 16% of the population is black. It's a mandate that every form of entertainment, movie, book, TV show, every single one has to have a black person, probably an Asian person, and a gay person. It's the diversity mandate. It's there. That's, that's what's there. We all know it's there. There's no such thing as any mandate that says a white person has to be on any given staff, on any given cast in entertainment, in any part of government. No. No, there isn't. They just repealed one in, in California that said that uh, uh, there needed to be a person of color or someone who identifies... I think, uh, uh, as, some, uh, as something else, I guess, on corporate boards uh, in the state. They just got rid of that, um, deeming it, of course, completely racist and unconstitutional. Um, but th these are the things these people are trying. And in a lot of ways, you're getting them through. They already have their fingers on your necks. All they have to do is squeeze by using any of the powers that they have at their disposal to wreck your life. Now the next, the last step would be to criminalize it. The last step would be to make it illegal to voice your own opinion. And that, and they're, they, they're starting with the race thing, but it will invariably slide. Once they get past that, the next thing is you, now you can't say this about this. You can't say this about this. Once you've crossed that point, it's a point of no return. You've abandoned the First Amendment. Now the people in charge are going to tell you what you can and can't say. And because we have the internet now, that's going to apply to that because that's a public forum. And you're just going to have federal bots patrolling these, these platforms on the lookout for this kind of thing. And you don't know, in the future, you could literally have police show up at your door simply because you just hit enter on something that said, you know, I really think all the uh, illegal immigrants need to be deported. It's very possible that that could be deemed racist and hateful and they're coming for you. That's what they want to make illegal. They want to make freedom of speech illegal. That's what all of this is. That's what all of this is leading up to. Once you pass the point of no return, there's no stopping it. And the point of no return would be basically ditching the Constitution or making it so it's not really something that would hold up in a court of law anymore because it's so screwed up with a million lefty amendments that no one can even understand it anymore. And that there's so many ifs, ands, or buts that there's nothing solid about it. There's nothing clear and the most racist, the most hateful, the most divisive individuals are calling the shots, or they think they are. And if we let them, this is what they're going to do. They're going to create, they're going to create Germany under Hitler. They're going to create Russia under Stalin. This is what they're going to create. They're going to be burning books. They're going to be saying, this is what you cannot be saying this about this, about this person. That's not going to happen. And by the way, certain people will always be completely immune to this. And certain other people will always be guilty of it because it is not an equal law. It will never be equal because these people don't believe in equality. These are the biggest dangers that this country faces right here, right now. Doesn't necessarily have anything to do with economics. Doesn't necessarily have anything to do with who's in government right now. What it has to do with is the insidious nature of the left-wing whack jobs who have infiltrated every tier of civilization and are trying to tear it down. 
And despite all their clamoring about equality and diversity, that has every single move they make proves that this is not what they want at all. What they really want to do is basically put shackles on white people. That I don't know how else can I interpret that law? Unless you're coming at me with reams of evidence and all these so-called white supremacy crimes being committed, like on daily basis here, where entire neighborhoods are being threatened by roving gangs of white people looking for minorities to kill. Unless you can show me this, you, you need to shut up and get away from me. I can show you, on the other hand, all kinds of problems elsewhere that we have to deal with. Rampant rising crime that has nothing to do with white supremacy. In fact, 99.9% .9 of all the crime has nothing to do with white supremacy. So maybe we should be addressing that. Rather than the only thing you know how to do is play the race card because it's all you've got. Because you're racist. I don't know, I don't know what other way to say it. This is just the way it is. Uh, the uh, we all know that February is uh, Black History Month. Um, yeah, I, here's the thing. It used to be that I, I actually would sort of celebrate that in my own way. I'd watch Glory. It's one of my favorite movies when I was in high school. Uh, I read The Invisible Man again through one of my favorite books, uh, Ralph Ellison. I uh, read that through one February. Um, I, I, I used to do these things. Um, because I thought it was important and I thought it was, I thought it was just a good thing to do. Um, and now you, I've reached the point where I will do none of that. Um, I have been insulted and discriminated against enough. I have done nothing to you people. Um, nobody I know has. And, um, all I get is just endless attacks, uh, nasty judgments, insinuations about who I'm, what I am, despite having done all this my life and being a person of equality and being someone who doesn't want to hate other people, I am not going to give you the time of day. You've done this. This is your fault. Movie comes on. It's all about just the entire cast is black and turning it off. I don't care what it's about. This is what has happened. This is what you have done. This has nothing to do with me. This is not who I was. I still don't bear that race or any other race any ill will. I don't believe in violence against races based on skin color. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in racism. But you have made me avoid minorities entirely because of what you have done. It's nothing to do with me. You pushed me out. You've attacked me. You've mocked me. You've insulted me. Every single story, every single headline in the news, every single disgusting act you put forward... Um, yeah, that, that's, I, I know you think that you can get away with insulting and mocking and deriding me and thinking that's okay because I'm some sort of villain. Well, we're done with that. Um, and because of that, you will no longer get any respect from me, nor, you will, nor will anything related to Black History Month get any attention from me whatsoever. Um, and then again, that is your doing, not mine. Just want to throw that out there. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. I really do believe in real equality. I really do believe in people getting along and people uh, trying to be decent to each other. I really do. I always have. But I'm just retreating now. Thank you very much. And again, it's your fault. The uh, snowflakes and the leftists and the liberals, and they've done it to themselves and they've created more hate and division than has ever been in this country. And it, again, it's amazing that it's all their fault and they somehow rail against it at the same time. It boggles the mind.
Anyway, that's it for me. I appreciate you listening as usual. And uh, once again, I don't do any ads and I don't, um, I, I don't ask for any personal information from you. So your privacy is always safe with me. Um, and I respect that. So thank you again. And I'll see you again next week.